Welcome back. Call this a public service episode. We'll warn you about our census performance so far, a scam targeting grandparents, and Zoom shenanigans. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. People have warned Alabamians that if our population numbers slip enough in this census they're taking this year, we're going to lose representation in Congress, an electoral vote in presidential elections, and federal money that's divvied up based on population. And that the best thing we can do as citizens to avoid that is to at least fill out our census forms, either online or through the mail or by phone. And how have we responded? Well, AL.com's Ramsey Archibald reports that we have the worst census response rate in the United States, or Puerto Rico. We're the only state with a response rate below 80%. Now, that's 80% of households. Before census workers went door-to-door, the response rate was just around 62% in Alabama. And AL.com's Roy S. Johnson reports that Birmingham is at a woeful 52%. The Darling family had better civic engagement than much of Alabama. The count is scheduled to finish up this month. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office is warning people about a scam targeting grandparents, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. And it's worth paying attention to no matter where you are. If a scam works in one place, you know somebody's going to try it where you live. Here's how it goes. A grandparent gets a phone call from someone pretending to be their grandson or granddaughter. The caller says, I've been in an accident or I'm in jail and I need you to bail me out. You're going to get another phone call and you can meet and give the money to my lawyer. Now, it turns out that the person the grandparent meets is even worse than a lawyer. You'd think as a journalist, I'd be more sensitive to bad jokes about professions. I love lawyers and politicians. I really do. Anyway, the person the grandparent meets is not actually a lawyer. The grandparent hands over the cash. Please get my sweet grandchild out of the hoose gal. And the pretend lawyer takes the money and runs. Now, that sounds a little ridiculous in theory, but in real life, you get caught off guard Sometimes your emotions can cloud your decisions when you're dealing with con artists and you think somebody you love is in trouble, and you probably don't know the ins and outs of what to do when somebody's been arrested. In one case Carol mentioned, a suspect took $16,000 from somebody. And just this week, somebody in Alabama lost $14,000 this way. Now, if anybody calls you and says you need to bail out your grandchild, you go down to the jail to sign them out. You don't give your money to somebody who says he or she is a lawyer, even if you think you talk to your grandchild on the phone. And if you get a call like this, make sure you call your sheriff's office. With all of our working from home during the pandemic, does anybody out there have a note pinned to your laptop reminding you to put a shirt on before your meeting? You can never be too careful before your first cup of coffee. Well, even if everybody shows up, professionally attired, it turns out that there's more than one way nudity might interrupt a Zoom meeting. AL.com's Trisha Powell Crane reports that during the Alabama Public Charter Commission's virtual meeting on Thursday, hackers sent in obscene audio and pornographic images. Sounds like a lot of effort for not much payoff, but they did delay the meeting until the meeting got a new link. 
A fortunate part of this is that a group of students had already given a presentation during the meeting and were no longer present. Thank y'all for listening. Today is September 11th. It's been 19 years since people who hated America more than they respected humanity targeted and attacked both government facilities and our civilian population. We've done a lot of fighting with each other since then, and it's reached a crescendo this campaign season. And it's good to fight for what we believe in. Our republic is designed to allow us to stop each other from getting away with too much funny business. The pursuits of freedom require almost constant fighting. But we're also seeing left-right forces, at times goaded by bad actors interested mostly in chaos, try to turn policy debate into blind hate. You see, if they can make us believe that our opponents are evil, the return of Hitler or Stalin, that it's easier to hate them. 19 years ago today, there were some people who believed their opponents were evil and that it justified their own hate. Now, how does the world remember them? Ultimately, beyond the carnage of that day as miserable failures. And we'll never forget. Y'all have a great weekend. I really hope we'll get you back here on Monday. Between now and then, don't be a stranger. Come on and see us on the internet. Open 24-7 at AL.com. 